Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, the show season four mix number. Four. Four, four, four. Welcome back to the Hala Hala Show. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys enjoy our mixes uh, last week? Yeah. We sure did. I mean, we're (laughs) we're a sponsored podcast now. (laughs) I know. Remember when we used to make cold calls and go to (laughs) meetings that rejected us? They come to us now. Right, they come to us. But I do, I do remember. <laughs> I really cannot forget that one meeting where after the meeting we were like, "Dude, I feel like we're gonna get it." I feel like this is <laughs> and then we and didn't get happened. it. <laughs> Dude, it felt so Look, good. I remember that I brand too. I'm not gonna list. I'm not gonna say the name, but I remember yeah. that brand. Uh, <laughs> and guess what? They're advertising on podcasts now. Oh yeah. Anyway, welcome to the Halala Show, everyone. If it's your first time here. You can see that we're very vengeful, you know. We we think about <laughs> yep. the past a lot, but we also uh-huh. uh, we, we like also it cold. Some, we like it cold, <laughs> uh, but we talk some. Uh, we talk. We do. To, uh, we do. We do some fun stuff here. Tell them about the podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. So we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff today, but we're we're gonna start with our segment called "Where You Been," where mm-hmm. we basically just update you on where we've been, you know, going and what we've been eating and. For some reason, people like to consume that shit. Okay. <laughs> so we like it too. That's yes. why um, we're going to talk about that. And then we have our TTs for today, which is going to be interesting, scrumptious. Yes. Also our TTs, uh, AKA the trending topics. We have a couple on the agenda for users of Twitter. You might have noticed a mm-hmm. big change on your timeline, or at least you've probably seen people retweeting or liking tweets uh, either aimed at Elon Musk, aimed towards uh, fighting Elon Musk or supporting yeah. Elon Musk or from Elon Musk himself because Elon Musk's uh, takeover of Twitter finally went through. He paid like, what, 40-something billion dollars for the company. Yeah. He fired like half the employees. And we're talking mm-hmm. about uh, a couple things about that, but mainly about verification on Twitter and how Elon Musk and his team is now charging $8 to be verified on Twitter. You know, that blue check mark that is so coveted yeah. by many people. So we'll, we'll talk about that, the implications of that. What does it mean or what does it not mean if, if on the other hand, is that. Uh, we also have something that Rika uh, sent to me that I also kind of just bit, was made aware of recently, the heterosexual bill, act. a bill, yeah, heterosexual act. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about that uh, and why it is simply... And to, I don't know how to state it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know we're going to talk about it in full in a little bit, but basically it was filed uh, by Manila representative Benny Abante. And um, yeah, I don't know yeah. about your thoughts, but we do have some thoughts about it. And yeah. you guys can look it up too before listening to our, you know, our conversation. You can guys pause this and then look it up first. If, if you want more information about it, Abante, ironic, right? Uh, I know. <laughs> and then uh, the the last thing we're the last TT is the 
fight that broke out during a basketball game between Jose Rizal University and uh, Benilde in the uh, what what basketball NCAA the NCAA, NCAA. Uh, basketball league or yeah that league and there was a big fight especially on the end of JRU's John Amores who if you've seen the video you already know what we're talking about but basically he ran around and punched everybody and started a big fight and then there's questions about his history as well so we'll discuss mm-hmm. that and since we've been kind of MIA because of our um our sponsored mixes we have an odd diva to kind of beef oh, yeah. up the mix today and this one is really interesting for fans of the metaverse black mirror, black mirror <laughs> Uh, vid- virtual gaming and even mm-hmm. anime in some sort of some uh, of some sort. We will discuss that later on about a headset that has the potential to do something really bad to you, <laughs> really oh, yeah. bad and All permanent. Right? Yeah. So if you want to <laughs> skip to any of the TTs or any of the Odiba, just make sure you click on the timestamp. But we will begin with where you been, and I think I started last week. So do you want to yeah. go first? Yes. Okay. Where okay. you been? So. The past week has just been um, me going to class and stressing out about class. But interestingly enough, uh, last Friday, you know how we have our news days. And those are like big days for us because we literally emulate the newsroom. So we go out, you know, we we interview people. Literally, you're a journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like our practice, you know, in case we do become a journalist in the future. So it's it's a really um, enriching experience. And it's also very interesting because last week was my role was a news reader. So basically, I read out news bulletins on on the radio, like our radio in the campus. So it was pretty cool. And um, I did get some feedback, interesting feedback from my professor who was very, I like how he did my feedback because obviously he knows that my background is in radio and I do have some sort of like experience when it comes to that. But he did encourage me to kind of like um, up it up a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yung parang never nga sinabi sa akin na, oh, you're good. You're done. You know, that's really great. It's like always step it up a little bit or try to explore more ways to kind deliver. of like read the, yeah, deliver the news and stuff like that, which, which I thought was like, yeah, that makes so much sense. What kind of news did you, uh, talk about? I mean, just, uh, okay. like, what is it? So basically, um, the news that's coming from the newsroom, so people, so reporters from our class, um, we're encouraged to do news um, in Bristol. So very local news, very, you know what I mean? Like your your kapit bahay, you know, mm-hmm. the person in the street, things that they experience on a daily basis here in Bristol compared to national news. But just in case, because we put out bulletins, um, like news bulletins, like very short, like bam, bam, bam um, news um, every half hour. So sometimes we would have to uh, report on national news as well. And like Ooh. news that's happening around the world, basically. Is it live um, or online or like how, how do people listen to you? Oh, no. Um, it, this is like in the university, like in our class. But right. I do believe that at one point we're going to be online. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, cool. I would have to update you on that. But right now, it's like, you know, in the university, <laughs> we mm-hmm. can only hear it. We're the only ones who can hear it, really. Just but for your still, class, right? But, yeah, but we're, class, we're, it's, it's played back to your whole class or what? 
Yeah. It's like in the newsroom, like people oh. can actually hear you. And it's so nerve wracking because your professor is there. All of your classmates are there. And it's like, my thoughts were, I'm just going to do it the way I do it before. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right. like, like, or whatever. I just kind of have this, this thing that I know how to express myself on air. Mm-hmm. So, which is really, it's so nerve wracking, but also it felt like I was home. Yeah. I was in a radio booth, dude. Like, like all the sliders, all the buttons, you know, I have a computer in front of me, like just how we did it in our job before. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt like, damn, I'm home. I miss, no, I, I miss that yeah, all dude. the time. I mean, all right? the time. I miss it all and, the time. And I know you get me because there is this feeling of fear right before you go on air. But once you're on air, it's like... Whew, before you push the gone. button, right? Before you push yeah, before the you button, push that, button. On, that lights yeah. up the on-air light. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you I don't mean feeling it, but once you press the button, you're like, you're done. You're like, you're just yeah. flowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and, and it felt so at home i was at home so that's nice i just i just realized like this is really what i wanted to do the rest of my life (laughs) you know what i mean like i found it um even though it's like a different aspect um compared to what i've been doing before right so that was really interesting and um um it was also fun because uh ryan visited me here in bristol and then on saturday we went to a climbing gym which was so nice because the climbing gym was actually inside um, an abandoned church. So it's a church. So the climbing gym is called the church. Oh. And then, so basically it looked like a church outside, but when you go inside, there are like walls. <laughs> also, it's not, an, but it, it was, it's like an abandoned church or it, yeah. it just so got renovated. Like, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it got renovated and I saw that they also kind of like um, preserved some of the like pillars from the church I seen like it was covered in glass and stuff so it's not like they tore down inside of the church they built around the the whole structure so that was really nice it doesn't seem like you know they kind of like change things to make it become a good gym it's just that they put a climbing gym inside mm. um, and even the chairs because they have a cafe um, on the second floor even the chairs are like the pews of the church right, before. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, it was really nice. I have Obviously, a slogan for I have a slogan for them. What what is it? Feel closer to Jesus. Because you climb, right? <laughs> You're climbing. You're climbing high. Right. Right? I mean Damn. it makes sense. They, Dude, they didn't they didn't take what? the opportunity to make that. Their no slogan? man. I think that's not gonna rub off in the right way. Dude, it, they have the pews. The they already Catholic have the pews, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're throwing Bibles or burning Bibles. It's just like it's know, like a fun I know. joke. I know, but uh, you know what? I should really recommend that to the people. Dude, the just go, just but, go, it's called the church, right? That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It but it's is. called the church. Come on. It's so cool though. Um, and they were really friendly and. Sobrang lupit na mga tao in there. Like, they would have, like, people climbing on the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like, you're hanging. You're not, like... Walang ano ropes? With a, they're free walls? No, there are ropes. Oh, no, okay, there, are, there are ropes. Okay, there okay. are ropes. But there would be times where the wall would be already... Like, you would be... Parallel like, to the ground? Kinda. Yeah, you would be parallel to the ground. Like Spider-Man? And, like... Yeah, and like um, there would be, I don't know what you call it, but there would be times where you would have to hook up 
on the ceiling. You know what I mean? So you mm. won't fall. But still, that type of like core strength and upper body strength that I don't have, like people just do it so the Climbers easy. have the best bodies. Yeah. Dude. I, I, yeah like dude. I, um, so, yeah. my cousin is a climbing instructor. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's so like, yeah. his forearms are crazy. I know. I know. You know, like it's veiny like... forearms, like, because they have to hang, <laughs> like, they really have to hang on rocks yeah. with like fingers. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, like, hanging your whole body on two fingers, for example. Yeah. It's bananas. It's crazy. And then it's so weird because sometimes you would see people like in their office clothes and stuff. And then you didn't, you didn't know that they're actually waiting to climb. Like they would climb in like their jeans or like office attire. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's something that's really for everybody kind of makes you realize it's really for everybody. Cause there were people who were older there. Those were like really young, like grade school kids and stuff. So that was a really nice experience. And then um, at night, uh, oh, I tried fish and chips finally, like my first ever proper fish and chips. Mm. at this place called real soul and the the person at the counter shout out to you i don't know your name but he was very nice and very friendly to a lot of people and it made the experience of you know eating my first plate of fish and chips even better um and then after that we went to a pub somewhere in bristol and i honestly don't know because we just took a bus and then we walked at a very sketchy place at one point mm-hmm. but then we reached a really nice pub at the okay, end of that okay. <laughs> so i went out with one of my classmates charlotte um, oh there we go again charlotte i know he she is real i, I, I posted a photo i and did i saw were that like, i saw that <laughs> people were were commenting and um messaging me like oh charlotte's real charlotte's she's not made up <laughs> she's made up so i met up with a couple of classmates you know with their friends and girlfriends and ryan was with us we drank a couple of beers which was honestly i just think that it's it's really expensive to drink out here because yeah. I spent like six pounds for a pint. A, a one that's one glass, right? A pint. One glass, yeah. Damn. Which I mean, like, four hundred well, pesos now, almost four hundred pesos. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a bucket I mean, here. Huh? Was, I know <laughs> it's um, it's uh, what do you call that? The one that comes from the pipe. What yeah, do you call the, it? draft, draft, draft. Yeah, on so tap. it's draft beer on tap. So I'm guessing it's like, you know, the quality is better, but still I got also, I also got a G and T. And then after that, we went home. It was pretty nice. And then the next day, uh, actually we, because, you know, Christmas time is here. Um, there was a Christmas market in the city center here in Bristol. And if you guys have, I don't know if you'd be in the area, <laughs> you guys visit that because there's actually a bunch of Christmas markets already set up all around the UK because it's like a thing. There are Christmas yeah, Burr months. There are Christmas markets also, I believe, like in malls. Right? Uh, yeah, they got, they got Christmas trees and shit here everywhere. already. Everywhere. Yeah, like, nagbebenta na ng bibingka, ng puto bumbong, and everything. So it's kind of like the same here. We went to the Christmas market. Um, it was very like, like everything that you see on TV when it comes to Western Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like the Hallmark fudge. movies? Yeah, like fudge and hot chocolate and cider and mulled wine and <laughs> shit like that. Like, like everything was there. And I was just amazed at everything. And nice. um, it was really nice. We got sausages, Hungarian sausages and hot chocolate for lunch. So it's really nice. And then 
Ryan went home, um, had a couple of classes this week. I was late on a Monday, which was wow. What's is, what there, a great... is there punishment for being late? No, right? No, it's no, college, no, right? Actually, no, no, no right? it's college. Yeah. It's, it, like your they punishment don't... is you don't get to consume the lecture. Knowledge, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Makes sense. <laughs> the knowledge. Mm. Um, so there. Um, and then that's it, really. It was um, raining the whole week. But oh. I've been watching, I've been rewatching uh, Mindhunter. I rewatched the first season because I wanted to watch the second season now up on Netflix. So that was pretty interesting. Um, you have the UK Netflix catalog or what? I think so. I think so. Because here we have Young Sheldon. Okay, yeah, they don't the have Philippines, that I didn't, I didn't have Young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been also re-watching. No, actually, I've been watching Young Sheldon. Um, and then Mindhunter. Oh, finally, I watched The Princess Switch. <laughs> oh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah, Wait, it's, it it's just nice. Isn't yeah, there Vanessa a Hudgens. part two? There's a part three, dude. I, oh, there's a part three? Yeah, it's oh, like wow. the kissing booth. It's It never ends. Well, I knew... <laughs> <laughs> I knew Kissing Booth had three, but I didn't know yeah. Princess. So they switched three times? <laughs> I think so. Oh. <laughs> I Honestly, the second movie, I was thinking, how are they going to switch again? Good. Everybody knows that right. they switched already. Okay. But yeah, there's a twist. It's okay. actually a really nice series, like movie series. Oh, so you watch so. all three? <laughs> no, 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 not yet. I only oh. watched first, the first and second one. I okay. only found out about the third one yesterday because it popped <laughs> out on my... Um, like my uh, Netflix page. recommended okay yeah. cool but dude dude you you guys have to watch mind hunter it's just so everything is so dark honestly the only problem i have with mind hunter the series it's like they don't have the budget for lights i don't know i'm not sure it's like <laughs> everything is just so dark like i get it but it's just it's so unnecessarily dark <laughs> maybe it's just the maybe it's just their theme like that's just the maybe. thing that they're going for you know, what do you mean? Low or, brightness? Yeah, squinting. <laughs> squinting. Squinting audiences. Oh, you know what? They also have Manifest on um on Netflix here. Oh, oh they have Manifest so, here too. Pretty... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's it. That's Fiend? it. Fiend. All right. Uh well, uh, I just came back from watching. I'm gonna it's gonna be spoiler free, but I just watched Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Ooh, did you hear the new Rihanna song? You know what? I did. And I'll tell you what, before I watched the movie, I listened okay. to the new Rihanna song. Uh-huh. I'll be honest. With you, I know you're the biggest fan. I was like, eh, eh. I didn't really like it. But in what the context- do you mean? <laughs> what do you-, oh. you know what? It doesn't take away from you if you just say it's a nice song. No, but wait, you're wait let me losing <laughs> anything by saying it was a nice song. But in the context of the way it was used <laughs> in the credits of the movie, very powerful. Mm. And she has another song. On the soundtrack, which I had, which I didn't know, like I don't think it's oh, been released really? yet. It comes, yeah. At, yeah, it comes like in the second half of the credit. So there's Shit. actually two Rihanna songs, uh, but they, I don't think they've released the second one. But as in, nabuhay ako, nabuhay. I was reborn <laughs> that day when that song came out, and I was like, I was waiting for it to come out, and I was on the bus and I was listening to it for the first time, and I was crying, you like tears. It? You feeling like, it? Tears. I feel it. Okay, yeah, dude. Okay. It's Rihanna. It's a little slow Rihanna, for me. Rihanna little, hasn't re- released. <laughs> but if you slow. do, 
honestly, um, I had to look it up why she made the song and like, what's it for? Yeah, yeah. You know, for me to get like, get the whole picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why they it really captures this. the uh, kind of yeah. the feelings that you get, especially because mm-hmm. the the whole movie, I mean, spoiler free, but the whole movie is very emotionally charged because, yeah, you know, every uh, we all know Chadwick Boseman died. So it does, the film mm-hmm. tackles that really well. Uh, I think they honor his memory, like not mm-hmm. just uh, the character of T'Challa, but the <laughs> actual actor, right? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, they did really well in portraying how they handled the death, how the grief mm-hmm. on screen, as well as the grief in real life. I think you kind of feel it through the acting and the, the villain you've seen him in the trailer. So it's not really a spoiler, but the, the villain, he, he is, his name is Na- uh, Namor or Namor. Some mm-hmm. people say Namor. Uh, Namor is how he says it in the film. Uh, he's a great villain. It's a great mm-hmm. villain. Really cool. Like he's a really cool uh, character in general. His fight scenes yeah. are dope. Uh, I think I'll save my kind of like my review of it because it, reviewing it would kind of give away too much. But they introduce new characters and uh, Angela Bassett, who plays the queen, the mom of yeah. Shuri. Right? Yeah. She is fucking like the best in that movie. Oh, Her yeah. and uh, Danai, Danai Guerrera, the one who plays Okoye. Yeah. Okoye, mm-hmm. uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead. Th- those two They're really so badass. Those two really like steal the show, in my opinion. The acting is just really, really good. Even Letitia Wright, the Shuri, right? Mm-hmm. She, although I don't really, I know she got a lot of flack for being an anti. I don't know if you heard about that. Right? She got, she was like an anti-vaxxer. She, there's a lot of oh, issues. Really? Of, yeah, there's like a lot of issues mm. going on with her during the filming. But oh. she, I think she killed it as well. Uh, like in the movie, like she was so good. So I would recommend it. It, it I think it's the second best Phase Four movie behind Spider Man. Uh, I also really like Doctor Strange, though, even though a lot of people didn't really like that one so much. But it's it's between. I fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> maybe you like you like uh, Wakanda forever. Uh, good movie. Good movie. Yeah, maybe. maybe, maybe. Uh, but other movies that I could recommend in case you don't want to go to the theater that is already available online, you know, on streaming, maybe not Netflix, but it's available online. Uh, one movie that I watched was Deadstream. D e a d s t r e a m because it's still kind of we're uh, we're still kind of uh, reeling from the Halloween season, so just catching up on some thriller horror movies. And Deadstream was actually a really good. I thought it was really good. I mm-hmm. thought it was really good, but it's it's like horror comedy. It's like a horror comedy, and it's about this YouTuber who goes to a haunted spot, a haunted house, okay. and he live streams himself in the haunted house doing like challenges and, and, and just kind of feeding to his live stream audience. And it's really like, it's creepy and it's, it's funny and it's gross. It's, I would recommend it if you're a fan of horror comedy, (laughs) you ended with gross. Yeah. It's gross. It's freaking gross. (laughs) Like there's some pretty like gnarly gross out scenes in that movie, but it's really good. I liked it. I liked it. Deadstream. It's called Deadstream, which didn't get a lot of like, I, I, it was, I only saw it on TikTok. So there's this TikToker, I don't know his name. He listed his top 10 horror movies of the year. And Deadstream was like number eight. I'd watched almost every single one on the top 10, except for okay. Deadstream. And then another one, which was number one on his list. And I was so disappointed at because I watched it as well. It's called Speak No Evil, mm-hmm. which has one of the like the craziest endings I've seen in a in a movie ever. But also... The lead up to it was 
a little too slow for me. And then okay. you just find yourself annoyed at the main characters so much that at the end, I didn't really care. No matter how shocking the ending was, it was just, it was a frustrating movie to watch. However, people, some people really liked it. It's got, it's like a okay. slow burn. You like Hereditary, right? Yeah. Okay. Cause I didn't really like Hereditary that much. You, you think because it's slow? I thought Hereditary took too long to get going. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, until the, the 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 little girl's head gets chopped off in the hereditary, right? Like when she's in the car, like spoiler. Up until... <laughs> but up until then, I was so bored that when that finally happened, I was like, "Oh, something's finally happening!" And then I kind of mm-hmm. was like, it "Just still took it still took too long to get to where it was going." Although I did like the uh, the ending of Hereditary, and it's also like Midsommar, like that kind of slow yeah. burn. I Dude, fucking hated Midsommar for me. Was it was too slow. It was so that's what I'm saying. Slow, it was that's what I'm saying. Like people who like Midsommar would probably love yeah. Speak No Evil, but it, Midsommar it, was so boring. Yeah, it's a type of thing that if they made it a little bit shorter, it would have justified the type of ending that they had. Exactly. But if it was that long and then that's the ending, I'm like, nah, dude, that's too much for that type of ending. Yeah, they they do the same thing here where they play like chilling music over mundane things. And I'm like, yeah. that doesn't really, yeah, cool. You're you're trying to scare us with music, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Like, there's one scene in the movie, the Speak No Evil. The girls, a lady's just washing dishes, and then they have this like ominous music. Yeah, and nothing happens. Honestly, what the fuck? So it's weird. a type of thing that I thought. Um, don't worry, darling. Honestly, if it went just a little bit longer, I would think that it's a crap movie because there were okay. times where people are like, what? Oh, I, me, me. I was like, what's happening? But they kind of like, they timed it perfectly or maybe almost at the edge na parang malapit na ako mabor, but right. buti na lang. Okay. <laughs> buti na lang, the climax kind of like came in already. So Wait, I forgot. Did you did you like, no, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm about to. I did, I did. You liked it? Okay. I cool. like Don't Worry Darling. Um, It kept me at the edge of my seat. And Have I you watched Host? The, not yet. That movie's fucking for me. That movie is scary. Did you watch Smile? Already? I did. I, I did watch Smile. Did you watch Smile? They did. No, not yet. Because they did say that if you liked Hereditary, this is like the new Hereditary. Oh, Smile. Yeah. Uh, I I like Smile better than Hereditary. Hundred yeah. percent. Like it was, but Smile. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I it's been a while since we did a my last our last mix. I was still in the states, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our last regular mix. Oh, that's why. Oh, uh, then uh, I I watched Smile and Barbarian mm-hmm. recently okay. as well to add on to those horror movies, and mm-hmm. I like Barbarian uh, better, but Smile was mm-hmm. also very good. I just thought that they relied too much on jump scares. If that Smile? makes sense, yeah. Like I like jump yeah. scares, but if it's just jump scare after jump scare after jump scare, then you kind of get used to it. Or you anticipate too much and it's just like, you, you know, when you're going to, when something's going to come up. And but you know what? The way they, um, the way they PR'd Smile. Oh movie, yeah. It's so ingenious. For it's real. So, it's so cool. Like they did it in like TV. A baseball like, game. A baseball game. They did it in like Good Morning America or something. Yeah, like, people just standing in the background smiling. Oh my God. And then the TikTok um, uh, filter that they have. Oh, I didn't even people see that. Like, I didn't even see dude, that. Dude, look it up. Like they would, 
Like people would film, like let's say their boyfriends or their friends, and they would put like a Beyonce. Song, oh, and then that was another lalabas sa likod. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. would pop up at their back, and they would freak out. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that now. Genius. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, overall, smile is still pretty solid. Uh, it had it develops a it's a unique. It has a unique uh, kind of concept that will make you wonder. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched It Follows? Yes. It's kind of like it follows in the sense that there's a lore behind the like the evil. Cuz sometimes mm-hmm. you watch horror movies and then you're like, "Oh, uh you know, it's just they just exist. The evil exists." In this one they kind of go into backstory which also I think leaves room for potential sequels. Although they you don't doesn't necessarily have to have a sequel. It, it still works well on its own. But Smile was Smile was solid. But Barbarian, have you heard of Barbarian? No, dude, Hazel really loves that movie. I think she's been like talking all about is it. Is it like, is it like one of the, like the fucked up things? God, up yeah, movies? yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty, pretty much. I know exclusive to what Hazel watches. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it, it's it's because Hazel liked Hereditary, right? Yeah, but she, she I was the really one like who she was the one who who um like made me watch the movie. Okay. For those of yeah. you wondering if you're new here, Hazel Hadi, she was our co-DJ uh, at the radio station we worked at. She loves, uh, does she like all horror or she just really likes Hereditary? I think she re- just really likes Hereditary. Okay. And well, I think she's also a fan of Tony Collette. Okay. Yeah, Barbarian was also very good. Watch the trailer. Actually, don't watch the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, just watch, go into it blind. Because yeah. I think it's, it works better that way, but Barbarian was also very good. So anyway, those are the movies that I watched uh, last week. I shared this on my uh, on my solo podcast, but I just wanted to share it here because I was so frustrated. Remember, we were talking about escape rooms a couple mixes ago. Yeah. And so we did an escape room, uh, Mystery Manila. It's called Alien Invasion. And it was like the worst escape room experience I ever had because mm-hmm. the clues were fucking unsolvable bro like they were unsolvable to the point like even after you ask for because you can ask for clues right during these game rooms like after the dude gave me the clue i was like what the fuck are you talking about man was that pleasurable for you it was i was (laughs) fucking livid because no dude it's because when it comes to escape rooms I don't mind missing the clues as long mm. as if somebody explains the clues, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I, I wish I saw that, but I get it now. But for this that's the one, pleasure in that's a pleasure in escape rooms. Yeah, like, escape rooms. You know, pull back, like kind of like getting lost for a little bit. And then when you are given a clue, you're like, you can breathe a little bit. You exactly, know what I mean? Exactly. This but was if just, it's just all pushback, then oh, what's the point? Oh my God, dude. It was so frustrating. I was like, this is so dumb. Anyway, I just wanted to like, if you want to listen to my whole rant on that, just listen to my other podcast. But it was just, (laughs) I do not recommend that room, Mystery Manila, Alien Invasion. I don't recommend it at all. But the (laughs) Debbie's Doll, Debbie's Doll of Mystery Manila was pretty solid when I did it years ago. I'm just you do this alone? No, I went went with Marissa. But dude, (laughs) it was just, okay, it was was just uh, like, I asked the game master, right? How many people have solved alien invasion without asking for a clue? <laughs> I asked him and he said zero. Oh, wow. That means it was made to be unsolvable without asking yeah. for help, which to me like is not the sign of a good game room. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and then 
the clues that we asked for, I asked like who, how many people ask for clues. He said 90% of people asked for clues <laughs> uh, on the ones that we were stuck on. So yeah. it's just like, that's so, oh, it was so, so annoying. Anyway, that's, that's kind of my week. And oh, last thing, last thing. Uh, we went to season pass, bro. You love season pass. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah it's my first time to actually go because uh, you told me. Cool? Yeah, dude, it's the same. I mean, you've been, right? Mm hmm. So season pass, in case you don't know what that is, we, we've discussed it here before. It's like, uh, how would you describe it, Rika Jeep? Anong ukay, but it's like a, high end. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like a vintage shop. Vintage so clothes, they do, yes. Yeah, so they do the shopping for you. They go around, you know, the Philippines, I guess, to like get these uh, curated vintage pieces for you to buy. Yeah. And actually, I follow them on Instagram. I follow them a lot on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they would actually post about how people are complaining, why it's so expensive and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, I kind of get their rationale because, you know, like I said, these are curated pieces. It's not like, they just get a bunch of stuff and then put it on hangers compared to like, you know, other ukay ukay with you. I'm not right. saying that it's bad or no, it's no, better no. or whatever. It's just that it's different. You know, it's tailored to the audience and customer base that they have. Yeah. So I kind of get it. Yeah. There are some look, pretty look cool finds up. there. Pretty cool. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and there's some of them are expensive, bro. Oh, yeah. Like Dude. you're paying a premium. And I know it's like it's like a it's like a semi joke, but you're paying a premium to look like you didn't spend much on your clothes. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know and I, I think mean? that's like, that's, the, that's an aesthetic the, right now that a lot of people want. Like yeah. they're Justin Bieber. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was there ahead of that curve. I've been mm. like that since birth, right? Yeah. I've been, <laughs> you know, you know me, and I, yeah. I feel like I mismatch like socks. Anybody? Rika G, <laughs> low key. I'm a trendsetter, man. <laughs> Dude, everyone, what's everyone's favorite footwear now, Rika G? What is everyone's Crocs? Crocs. Who was wearing right. Crocs in the booth when all of the student jocks would make fun of me? I was Unfortunately, like, it was you. <laughs> Dude, I was wearing Crocs. All the student jocks, like student jocks who were like 18, 19, whatever, were making mm -hmm. fun of me. And now all of them wear Crocs. Little fuckers. <laughs> Dude, I saw one person who would make fun of my Crocs all the time. And then I found out that they were like posting for Crocs. I was like, oh, what a man. bunch of hullabaloo, friend. <laughs> I was like, no way. You sold your soul yeah. to the devil. You know, I would have done I that know. for free. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> season Pass, say that. <laughs> season Pass was dope. And uh, go check them out on uh, Instagram, Season Pass yeah. uh, PH. They have uh, I suggest it's a really nice. Yeah. And it's also a really nice like date idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they is. have really cool pieces and they don't just have, have clothes. They have like other stuff as well like vintage on cameras bags like, i bought a cap yeah, and a shirt yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. would recommend would recommend they'll bring a bigger budget than what you would normally bring to like you know yeah, a, a chenge or an ukai that's mm -hmm. you know where everything is 40 pesos 50 pesos this is like just to give you a picture like you won't probably find anything that you'll that's good under 400 for example you know what I mean? Yeah. Like bring at least a thousand, I think, if you want to go mm -hmm. and check it out. I think it it really depends on how you style it. Cause yeah. on like on this in the store, like on the hanger, it kind of seems like let's say it's a little simple, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you do style it well, then it can really look like, you know, it's your own personal style. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. And yeah, that's go. that's pretty much it for me, man. Uh oh, I have gout again. So <laughs> woo. What's new? What's new, man? Yeah, uh, I took some meds, <laughs> but man, yeah, gout, diabetes. Now <laughs> we're old. Yay. When we started remember, this podcast, I had, I didn't I didn't have any gout we flares. We didn't have anything. For honestly, real. Well, I had gout, but I didn't have any flares. Like, dude, yeah. I've flared up three times mm-hmm. in the last two months, which means according to the internet. I have to go see a doctor, but according to the internet, it means that I have to bite the bullet and go on, uh, what do you call it? Medication, like daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a scary like thought to me. Meds. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Maintenance meds. Maintenance meds. What? You know what? Maintenance I, I did. Meds. I was listening to this one podcast. I was talking about how there's this one US president who, for some reason, like had like kind of like parang basta nakasakit siya in the in the middle in the middle of a tree planting ceremony and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then they were talking about how that must have been so um that must have felt like your body is betraying you and i feel like that is the thing like i feel like we have to get ready that at one point our bodies will just kind of like give up because that's natural when you grow old there will be times where you know you can't run as long anymore or you can't you know you can't swim as far anymore and i feel like it's a matter of just uh, your mindset you're almost 30 right yeah yeah, so you wait for it (laughs) (laughs) get it because like i feel like i kind of feel it now that you know i can't can't train as hard anymore although there are i feel like there are stuff out there that you can take that's not as harmful to your body, let's okay. say, as, you know, like um, shots. What do you call those? Like, um, what do you call those? Like, like, like bodybuilders? Oh, no. oh like a, like a steroids, like, you mean? Yeah, steroids, steroids and stuff. Steroids. Like, you know, like B-complex that will give you more energy and uh, stabilize okay. your mood. And I mean, there's like a that. lot like, of uh, supplements which are good for yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of research done on, well, whey protein. Yeah. But BCAAs. I think the best is, yeah, I think the best really is to kind of just like anticipate that at one point your body is just a growing entity mm-hmm. that, you know, it changes from time to time. And, you know, like I do know that the media is just, you know, saturated with all these messages that you have to be strong and fit and everything like that every single day. Yeah. But that's my plan though. To- yeah, my, my plan is to get into like, the best shape of my life by next yeah, year. Yeah, as possible, the best shape as possible. No, I'm I trying to get like. in in my life. I'm trying to challenge myself because I, I gained well, a lot then, of weight in the states, though. and I feel like my knee is really messed. I'm I'm getting my knee surgery in January, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ooh. just advice to do you have? Okay, for well, me, let me. I just want to give advice to any younger Leche fans out there who are maybe approaching thirty. Mm-hmm. I can get your diet in check now all right fucking get ahead of the curve and also one thing that i regret not doing enough is being more flexible like stretch it because dude my flexibility is key oh my god dude i wake up not sore but i wake up stiff like you know what i mean like my body right Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, yeah yeah it's It's just just that for me, one of my the advice that I want to give like to younger Lecha fans out there, and I just saw this online actually, because you know how there are like there are like a lot of trends already, you know, like 
um, the big butt, what do you call that? Like the Coca-Cola body or like the mom's oh, the, body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would always, like in the media, it would always change. Like every year there's this trend that people want to get on and you don't have to feel like you have to get on that trend. Because right now the trend is the... I forgot what it's called, but it's oh, the the, like, the sick looking one. You talking about yeah, the I sick saw that. looking one? Yeah, yeah like th- very I saw that. Emmy Emma Chamberlain kind right. of type of body. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you have to remember that these are just like individual people and people in the spotlight. Like it's different from the people that's right next to you and your own body. Like don't ever feel like you have to get on that trend. Just. Yeah, just to, to clarify, Emma Chamberlain, like her body is her body. Like it's great the way it yeah, is because it works it, for her. It is, it but is. not everyone and that's can her body achieve ever that. Since. No exactly. one can. Not everyone can achieve that. It's crazy. Like it's like your body is you not can, a trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your body is not a trend. It's just it's your body. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so there. Yeah, so I don't know uh, how we got into the no, diet culture. I was just, I was saying, dude, I was just complaining <laughs> about. I was complaining about gout. That's yeah, why. So yeah, Finn, shall we? Shall we? Wapow. I know. Wapow. Wapow. All right. Let's talk about Twitter. So you might have known there was a lot of drama with Elon Musk uh, uh, buying Twitter. There was a like he bought it and then he apparently he backed out of it. And then finally he Mm -hmm. went through with it and he actually bought it for forty four billion dollars. And then he he fired literally half of the staff of Twitter. He cut half the staff at Twitter. There's a lot of TikToks and stuff. Wasn't it like about like on email or something? Uh, some of it, yeah. According to like some TikTok videos of former, now former Twitter employees, they were just fired like online because they couldn't log into their accounts yeah. anymore and they were just informed by email. Uh, but the reason for this, according to Musk on Twitter, he said that Twitter is hemorrhaging millions of dollars every day. Mm-hmm. So he said it was a move to A, start to make Twitter profitable again. That's kind of one of the reasons that he cut the staff in half. That's his justification for it. And uh, on, in line with that, he's also working with his current you know, roster, whoever is left on his Twitter team, to start generating more revenue for Twitter. And one of the things that the, the main thing we're going to talk about today is that new kind of sign up, $8 sign up fee for mm-hmm. what they call Twitter Blue. They've had Twitter Blue already for a few months, which gave you extra features and stuff. But now I think they're going to up the price to $8. And then that will also give you a check mark, the verified check mark next to your account. But it does still say, like, if you click, like, I just learned this. So if you go on your Twitter app right now and you click on the check mark, you can see that either, whether the account was verified because they paid $8 or if it was mm-hmm. already verified beforehand because they were, you know, uh, notable, you know, because they you usually get verification if you're notable, a notable person, if you're uh, a journalist or an entertainer. Sometimes you get verified uh, off the bat, right? Before, before the whole yeah. Elon Musk thing. So you can actually go on Twitter and click on people's check marks and see if they were verified beforehand or if they have mm. been or if they're paying eight dollars a month, which leads people to question now, like, is verification worth it? Like, why would yeah. people get verified now? Does it mean anything in terms of status anymore? Did it ever mean anything? In your opinion, what Honestly, are the ramifications of charging money now for a check mark that essentially means nothing, but also could mean something? Well, for me, it meant something. 
honestly, because if it I did. saw something on Twitter and it meant something before, not, you know, without the whole $8 thing, it meant something before, because if I saw something on Twitter and see that there's a blue check on their, on their account, you know what I mean? I would, I would kind of like, kind of believe it in some way, mm-hmm. or I because would actually real think person, that this right? is, yeah, person. it's a real person. I would think that, you know, there's, there's an actual human being who thinks this way um, and then eventually like snowball into like a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Compared to now when you can pay for a blue check and definitely if you do pay for, if you do pay for a blue check and then you say whatever you want to say, it kind of like diminishes that feeling that I trust this account because if they just paid for it, I, I, I mean like, how do I know that what you're saying is actually like what you really think. Right, right. Right. That's also and a good point that you bring up. Profit. Uh, in terms of like, since anyone can buy it now, there is mm-hmm. a lot of fear and concern regarding people impersonating other people. Yeah. Because definitely. one of the reasons for verification on most social media platforms, Instagram, wherever, right? YouTube, is that sometimes people are so famous that they have dummy accounts that pretend mm-hmm. to be them mm-hmm. and one of the concerns was that they would do that so to kind of shed some light on that uh elon musk did say or like his twitter team did say that anyone caught impersonating someone who is actually real uh will get banned immediately unless the unless the twitter account says that they are a parody account or whatever right yeah. so there's this one comedian her name's kathy griffin you might have heard of her mm-hmm. but she changed her Name to Elon Musk on Twitter. Okay. But she also had a verified check and she was actually banned on Twitter. Like, you immediately know what? Banned. Kathy Griffin is just trying to get banned on a lot of For real. <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to not be on social media, on TV, anywhere. <laughs> what is happening? I, I used to think that she was so funny. She was on CNN, right? And yeah, like, yeah, we had that issue with- too. Yeah, we, we talked about like, her before too, as a, on a, yeah. another mix way back. Yeah, but I get, banned. but I get yeah. like the point that she was trying to make. Uh, obviously, it was made clear that, uh, like, uh, no, I was going to say Trump that uh, Elon Musk won't stand for that. But it also mm-hmm. is kind of scary because you know who Elon Musk is, right? So obviously, yeah. if you change your name to Elon Musk, people are people will know it's not you unless it's really at Elon mm-hmm. Musk. The thing that concerns me now, uh, because, you know, I was really kind of heavy into the cryptocurrency like thing for a while. Right. I remember talking about it all the time. And on Twitter, cryptocurrency is a huge thing. Like there's always people out there giving suggestions and like not. And I suggest you don't ever take anyone's advice on Twitter seriously. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people who live and die by the word of uh, quote unquote uh, crypto gurus on Twitter. And the mm-hmm. fact that people can kind of buy a check mark to make themselves seem more authentic or more reliable, because you said earlier, yeah. right, the check mark meant something. So yeah. people might not be as astute. They might not go into the verification mm-hmm. history, like, is this person verified for real or did they pay for it? So they might, you know, people can really scam people out of money because crypto is yeah. like a huge, there's a huge scam, like, modus on cryptocurrency so many people lose money every day from scammers yeah crypto you know what though i feel like if this is just an added 
thing that they um like an added thing that people need to do to get a check mark then i kind of get it because you know how now if you want a, a blue check mark on your instagram or on your on your twitter you would just have to like show some proof and then you know like like um put up some links of you yeah. like for articles articles, articles yes. or if you if you're shown on tv and shit like that and then on top of that you have to pay then i kind of get it because his point was to make twitter profitable profitable right yeah so if they did not because I, I i don't know actually if they didn't really get rid of that feature where you know people from twitter would actually need to see proof that you are you and that you know you're an authentic person and that um you're on news articles people talk about you and then on top of that you have to pay eight dollars i kind of get that move Mm. because he, he wants it to be profitable but yeah, and he wanted less just, ads though less ads yeah so but if it's just the eight dollars so that you can get um a blue check mark then that's just crap yeah you know uh, well, it does come with additional money. features though i think the young twitter no. blue or whatever it comes with additional yeah 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 so. i know but if this if it's the same like process to get a blue check mark and then on top of that you have to pay eight dollars. I kind of get it because you point nine is to be profitable. Yeah. But okay. if they do away with checking who you are and like getting news articles from you, YouTube videos from mm. you, then what's the point, right? So you're saying it's- people who are already verified and they pay to keep it is makes sense to you, but people who didn't have it prior should not like it would be better that they don't have the ability to pay $8 to get it, right? That's what I'm understanding, which I agree with if if that's what you're saying, by the way. No, I mean, I'm just saying that I kind of get it. $8. $8. Okay. Yeah, the point is for it to be more profitable. But mm-hmm. if the only way for you to get a check mark right now is to just pay $8, then that doesn't mean crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? We're on the same page there. Yeah. If yeah. you already yeah, had yeah. it, if you already had it, for example, if you're verified on Instagram, for example, and you were asked to pay to keep that like mm-hmm. verification, I would understand and maybe would be more likely to do it. I would, I don't yeah. think I would ever pay for a check mark because it doesn't make sense. It, yeah, feels, it doesn't feel sense. earned. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, before we move on to that, there's just a little thing, a uh, little funny story that came out of this. Doja Cat, uh, you you told me about this. So she, she actually changed her Twitter name recently to Christmas. To Christmas. <laughs> and Look, be- Doja Cat is just like a character. Yeah. I find her so funny. <laughs> she is. And because she changed her name on uh, Twitter, she actually had like um, her account was like altered. Like she she got stuck with the Twitter name Christmas. Like she couldn't go back to her old name (laughs) and what's what's funny about this is she didn't know like her fans had to tell her dude that's like gonna be your your twitter uh account name forever and then she's like i don't want to be christmas forever please help me i made a mistake and then tweeted to elon Musk. yeah and elon musk responded he said working on it so yeah she'll she'll probably get it back but (laughs) yeah i think it's just like I do know that Elon Musk, obviously, everybody knows that he's a businessman. You dude, know? He's, he's a money so maker. weird, he dude. He's so really rich. weird. But it's just that I feel like on some level, I think somebody still needs to, ch- like, there still needs to be a check and balance. Yeah. When it comes to a singular person holding, you know what I mean? Like, 
a, a big responsibility like owning Twitter. Yeah. Because a lot of people use Twitter and not just normal people. You know what I mean? Like it's used a lot in politics. TV person, yeah. Politics, journalists, and you know, like you said, like in crypto. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would feel more comfortable with this whole administrative change if you know check and balance, but there's still like a body that says like a like a group of people that says that wait a minute, this mm-hmm. decision that you're doing, Elon Musk, isn't right. It's yeah. not good for the people. Yeah. You can see a lot <laughs> see, of Twitter people who were fired kind of speaking up yeah. and saying, like, this is why what Elon Musk is doing is is kind of yeah, like really off. Because we do know that social media can rewrite history. It can change people's minds. So with that kind of power and knowing what, you know, Elon Musk kind of believes in, whatever, then he has that kind of power to kind of persuade people in his own agenda. Mm. Ironic because he said he bought Twitter because he wanted freedom of speech to be uh-uh. Like available because he he didn't believe that Twitter he believed twi- tw- he believed that Twitter was censoring freedom of speech. Mm. So you know you do you think about you know you however you want to interpret that it's kind of strange that there's all these I mean I get it that why there's like yeah. you said there has to be checks and balances mm-hmm. but you know it's a power move man you know there's something behind the scenes he's just say I honestly believe he, it's it, he's saying that because you know it sounds like the right thing to say but there's there's got to be mm-hmm. some money moves going on in the background definitely you know? definitely you know oh. freedom of speech freedom of expression is such a tricky thing nowadays especially with social media oh yeah because you know people use it as their defense all of the time mm-hmm. for saying you know the most hurtful hateful things online and I'm just thinking that, yeah, I am actually, this is like one of the biggest things that we're talking about in class right now. And I'm writing a paper about it. Are you talking about Kyrie <laughs> but, Irving or no? What do you mean? Do you know Kyrie Irving? Uh, I do. Basketball player. Basketball player. I'm just saying that I am all for freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say whatever you want. It's always been, you know, a thing that people practice. It's just that it cannot, you cannot do away with the consequences of what you say. Hell yeah. That is, I, I mentioned Kyrie yeah. Irving because it's not a TT, yeah. but it's it was big news like the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. He made some comments uh, that were anti-Semitic. He's a basketball player, right? And he got suspended for it. And then he like lost all his yeah. night. It's like Kanye West, right? Kanye West, same mm. thing. The anti-Semitic uh, comments and he lost all his endorsements. And there are people who are on his side, on Kyrie's yeah. side, on Kanye's side. And it's just... If you look at what they said, it's so ignorant, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But then there's another side of the public that is fully behind them because they believe that they had the right to say those things because of freedom yeah. of speech. But like you said, yeah. there's consequences to saying stupid shit. I know. And it's like that, that it's so dangerous that let's say, let's say Elon Musk in the future does say something, you know, really hateful or hurtful in the future. And then nobody can tell him otherwise because he owns he owns Twitter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there needs to be a separate group of people mm-hmm. that kind of checks and balances him because, right. you know, he's such a powerful man. That's actually a great segue to our next TT, actually, yeah. if you think about it. So shall we wapow? Wapow. All I right. don't want to 
talk about this. This is too upsetting, <laughs> but we will. We will. We, we will. will. We will. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So um, this week it came out that a uh, Manila District 6 representative. Wait, wait a minute. Let me just get it. I'm going to get it. Wait out. a minute. Manila District 6 uh, Representative Bienvenido Abante Jr. files uh, House Bill 5717 or the Act Recognizing, Defining, and Protecting the Rights of Heterosexuals. Okay, so I actually saw this on a post of Miss um, Mela Habihan on Instagram. And if you guys follow her, she is um, she is part of the uh, LGBTQIA plus community and a big icon in the Philippines as well. So this bill is seeking to protect the rights of heterosexuals in practicing their religion and expressing their beliefs on homosexuals. And uh, right now it has ruffled some feathers. Okay. So it's also known as the Heterosexual Act of 2002 it was actually filed back in October 26 but all of the papers were just released this week and it just created a lot of chaos mm. um right now um the bill according to the bill heterosexual individuals will be given rights that allow them to practice and protect their religious beliefs and profession without any interference and this is it's kind of like in the same vein when we talk about freedom of expression right it because it gives them the right to freely express their views about homosexualities and other sexual orientations according to their religious beliefs, practices, and biblical principles. And this is according to the Philippine Star. Um, it may be done privately or publicly, verbally or in writing, and through print or broadcast media or through social media platforms. So, so just to kind of understand or maybe mm-hmm. like to, to shed some light. So the bill is proposing that if someone were to break this, that there would be Abante mm-hmm. uh, uh, wants a fine and imprisonment mm-hmm. for violators of the proposed law. What exactly would a violator do? Not okay, speak so about it, says, it or keep uh, people from speaking about it. Is that would it be a violation? That's a what I'm vi- trying to understand. Wait, yeah, a violation would be saying. Uh, you, you know what? Talk, you can't talk about this. Like, if you someone says you can't talk about you can't talk homosexuality, about yeah. then they are in violation of the bill. Mm-hmm. That's what my understanding is. Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing: I think this bill created a lot of chaos in people's minds because it's just such a complicated thing to wrap your head around. Because we already know that these rights are already in place. People yes. can say whatever they want. Actually, yeah. Right? So He's I, just trying like, to keep people from preventing that, I guess. Like, that's yeah. my understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently, if if you you violated, you know, HB number 5717, you can be sentenced to a jail term of five to seven years and a fine not less than 100,000 pesos, not more than 200,000 pesos. Yeah. It's so it silly, is, though. Like, like yeah. what... I'm trying to understand, like, because his his view of creating this bill is to protect mm-hmm. heterosexuals from, mm-hmm. but from what? <laughs> from, from what? From exactly. What? Because what who's the who are they need? Who do they need protection from? Is my mm-hmm. question. It doesn't make sense. Actually, in one of the articles, Miss um, Melahabihan um, already kind of like. Um, they already kind of like, parang na propose nila yung idea na yun na are they actually oppressed? 
You know what I mean? Like, are heterosexuals already oppressed? Nah, because I don't think right so. because actually in um Gabriella Gabriella the party list already says that individuals who identify themselves as heterosexual as heterosexuals already have their rights protected it's already under the Philippine constitution you can actually express all of these things mm-hmm. it's yeah. just that i feel like are they being protected from the consequences of the things that they say against homosexuals. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because that just one, doesn't make sense. There's one Twitter user here uh, uh, in the CNN Philippines article, uh, Eva underscore Lequeen, who tweeted, mm-hmm. uh, Benny Abante is oh. trying to protect the rights of the oppressor. So oppressor being heterosexual people, right? Mm. Who are anti-whatever, right? And non, not allies. What is there to protect when you have all the privilege this is mm-hmm. a bill to empower discrimination and bigotry. Ito ang tunay mm-hmm. na immoral at, at, hindi, at hindi makatao. Which I, is true. Like yeah, what, I was what, do they need, you, what do they need protection from? Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, right? Like, it's just, it will, it's such a dangerous uh, precedent because it will just incite or it will just give encouragement to people to spew hate. Because they're protected. To, because they're protected. Right, right. So whenever they do um, express, let's say, express their disapproval mm-hmm. of the LGBTQIA plus community and it, let's say, somebody gets somebody gets harmed, you know, yeah. it actually creates, you know, like crime, whatever, mm-hmm. criminal acts. It actually incites criminal acts. Then they cannot be fined or even... You know what I mean? Like, walang consequences when it comes to that? When pag ang effect ng sinabi mo is actually people acting on it and hurting other people physically? It would actually scare people from bringing yeah. repercussions to the people who who spew these hateful things. Because mm-hmm. if, if it, like, from my, if my understanding is correct, you're, if, if anybody is saying like, hey, you can't say that stuff, but because they're protected by this, they could actually have legal action taken against them. Exactly. Which is crazy. Because exactly. I don't know, it's crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's just that I think talagang misconstrue yung, let's say, the Soji bill. Na parang, you know, these bills that, that call for equality, they're not taking away from you. If you are heterosexual and let's say ma-approve yung Soji bill, and there really is a law that protects, you know, like, you know, discrimination on everything, on your age, your sexuality, who you are. That does not take away from you. You have to remember that. Mm-hmm. Diba? I think yeah. because people think that pag nagkaroon ng soji bill, ako wala na akong rights. Of course not. That's not yeah. what it is. Mm-mm. It just protects a certain group of people that are oppressed right now. Yeah. Right? Uh, there is something in this article that I have, uh, I mean, I guess... So it says here, under this bill, the proposed bill mm-hmm. by Abante, heterosexuals are uh, all are barred from threatening the LGBTQIA community for ex- for exercising their rights. Mm. Uh, I mean, that seems like a good thing, right? Like they're 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 not allowed to threaten the community for exercising their rights. But I don't understand, like why why you know what I mean? Like why is that uh included there if it's like oh, you know, I'm trying but to think. It's is already it, practiced. It's already practiced. So yeah, it, it. I don't know. How to exp- it's so. It's. It feels like they added that to kind mm-hmm. of make it make sense to people. 
Uh oh. Right? When in fact, it's actually like to like it's towards or parang gusto lang talaga nila na towards you know the LGBTQIA community. Yeah. Pero parang ineenvelop nila in something more con- complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you read the whole, like you can actually yeah. take a look at the. Uh, proposed bill like the act it's a, it's on cnn phil actually just google it just make sure you go yeah. to a, you know a, a reliable source and you can read all of the i don't then like the what do you call it in a bill like sections like sections mm-hmm. that represent like what this actually means and it's still a Here's, little confusing you know it's still yeah, very it confusing I, I read i read it i read through it earlier and it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, like there's penalty like they they show the penalties for violating it but mm-hmm. like what it, it's so general in terms of what you could do to violate this that they yeah. could really punish you for a number of things in my opinion mm-hmm. it just actually it's such it's a different entity from the uh, actual representative who who filed the bill so uh representative benny abante um released an expl- explanatory note on the House Bill 5717. And he says, any gender, gender identity, or gender expression outside of God's creation is man's choice and creation. If we allow these bills to become a law, these groups of precious souls will be driven away and away from God until they are gone too far that they could no longer recognize him or his call. The best way to avoid a perceived discrimination is to be what God created us to be. And for me, this is like, parang, it's a different conversation altogether because this is the actual representative or the yeah. actual government official who represents, you know, Manila District Manila 6. Manila District definitely, 6, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mean, I'm like, they're part of, like, they're in power. And if that's what they believe, that is so dangerous. You know, kumbaga parang na-encourage yung mga tao who, who kind of like think the same way na parang, oh, somebody in power kind of thinks the same way as me so i can yeah. spew hate i mean look at sec- okay just to like to kind of close off section five letter b of the thing if you read it says attempting mm. to prohibit abridge or otherwise interfere with the free mm-hmm. exercise and enjoyment by heterosexuals of any of their rights mm-hmm. well, that's so general yeah like so you're saying that if like a, a man and a woman get married and then you disapprove of the marriage for whatever i don't think anyone would do that but like yeah it you could get fined for saying like posting a a meme about maybe like celebrities getting married like a male and female celebrity getting married and you don't agree because they're toxic for example but that could be misconstrued as yeah a free exercise for heterosexual you know what i mean it's so it's so uh it's so general that it it's it's not good (laughs) I can't think of it. It's not it's, good, it's, man. Yeah. It's also so confusing to me because it kind of like, they kind of like expect that everybody believes the same way as them. You have to remember that, you know, it's it's a religion and not everybody in the Philippines have the same religion. Yeah. It's so weird to me that it, it like they want it to be in the constitution. Like it, they want it to be a law that mm. people, that people follow when in fact hindi naman lahat ng tao in the Philippines are Roman Catholic would say who believes in the same in the same thing as representative Benny Abante right pastor Benny he's a pastor too uh, pastor yeah oh. pastor too I, don't know, no, I mean I'm not saying that religion had anything to do with it but I think religion had something to do with it yeah definitely and it's like 
Diba? Parang that's why there's a separation of, you know, the church and the state. Church and state, indeed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, to everybody in <laughs> Manila District, District 6, um, namely Barangays 587 to 648 and 829 to 905 in North Paco, Pandacan, wow. Sinigang, Santa Ana, and Santa Mesa, <laughs> you guys, you guys have the right to contact your representative. You can email them, call their office. They have, they should, they actually should get back to you because they represent you. You know what I mean? You are there for, you are there to, to, to check on them. And actually express your opinion na parang, yo, yo, that does not represent us well, dude. <laughs> true. Yeah, because that's true. I think that's what people kind of forget that the the government officials in their in their district, district. are actually subject to them. Na parang sumasagot sila sa inyo. So mm-hmm. you can actually call them out and email them, have a conversation with them. And I think it will make a difference. Yeah, hopefully you can right? get through because I could imagine how much of a yeah. nightmare it might be to even reach out to someone like that. But I it's worth a I try. Remember, <laughs> I, remember, I remember in college, I had to like contact the governor. <laughs> yeah. And they said that, yeah, and they said that the office hours is like at 11 p.m. And I'm like, when? What? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, How? What do you mean the office hours is at 11 p.m.? I'm not, I'm confused. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes oh, they boy. make it really difficult for you, but you know, there's always email and the phone. Okay. <laughs> nah. All right, all right. Uh, shall we go pow to our last TT? Yeah. Well, pow. Right. Well, pow. Let's talk about John Amores, who is a basketball okay. player for Jose Rizal University. And during a game between JRU, and mm-hmm. the College of St. Benilde during the mm-hmm. NCAA Season 98 Men's Basketball Tournament. During the fourth quarter of the game, mm-hmm. the game came to a stop because uh, John Amores, a player for JRU, uh, mm-hmm. uh, went from his side of his bench, like with his team, ran across to the other side, to the opposing bench, because of apparently some actions that were taken over there. Some say that a fan riled him up. Uh, like maybe gave yeah, him I a saw bad that. finger mm. or whatever. But either way, he was really pissed off and he ran to the other side of the court towards the CSB bench and then mm-hmm. just started throwing punches left and right. If you see the video, it's kind of incredible how many players he hits yeah. like in the span of like 10 seconds. Like he landed four clean hits mm-hmm. on players. And I feel so bad. There's one CSB player who is like under the basket. I don't know their names, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But he just got clocked out of yeah. nowhere, bro. Like, as in blind punches talaga. Na parang if he could just hit anybody. Like, he could have hit any of his teammates too. Yeah. It's just like blind rage at yeah. that point. And you could see you could see it in, their, in his actions. And actually, it caused serious harm to a lot of the CSB players. Like, they were actually in the hospital with like, you know, like um, damages to their jaw, their cheek, and everything. Yeah. Like the, some people had to go like through operations, and it's it's really serious. Yeah, and apparently, it's not the first time that he did it, right? No, that he actually uh, had an altercation with a UP player uh, earlier in the year, uh, and that was also pretty bad because the player actually kind of filed something against him because it was like an mm-hmm. unwarranted punch. 
during a, you know, because basketball is a physical game, right? It's it's a yeah. contact sport. And there's bound to be, you know, uh, pushing and shoving, but punching yeah. should never, ever take place in the game. And it was like really a, and it was a, for this one, the JRU CSB game, it was a blowout mm-hmm. game. Like CSB was winning by, yeah. I don't know, by, by maybe like 15, 20 points in the, four, no, 20 points. They were up like 20 points in the fourth quarter. So yeah. there's probably not uh, catching up from that. And mm-hmm. uh, Amores was having a really bad game too. I think he made one yeah. shot out of 12 attempts. So he must mm-hmm. he was already frustrated. Uh, so anyway, the, the aftermath of this is that he has been handed a ban from the NCAA. Uh, he, there was a statement released. And also JRU has suspended him from uh, Scholastic uh activities too which is well i think do you think he well what do you think of the punishment him being obviously suspended by the league is makes sense right suspended uh but he didn't get banned like i'm surprised they didn't ban him for life for life yeah it's an indefinite suspension back it's indefinite it says okay so indefinite leaves the door open Mm -hmm. for maybe he could appeal i doubt Mm -hmm. it but Mm -hmm. instead of like being firm and saying lifetime ban, they said indefinite suspension. Yeah. But also from his school, uh, Jose Rizal University released a statement. Uh, you can go read it online, but it basically yeah. says they've always supported the objectives of uh, mm-hmm. the NCAA to promote sportsmanship, camaraderie, whatever, whatever. And in line with this mission, the university does not condone violence in any form. So yeah. he was suspended. I think it's fair. For, for Honestly, his- I think it's fair. Because, you know, he is a representative of the school. Mm. You know, the name of the school was on his jersey. So it's just, I think it's fair that they kind of want to, like, detach themselves from his actions. Do you think it's because he went on a rampage? And Because there have been physical altercations. Like, there have been fights. Like, fights in basketball are nothing new. Mm -hmm. Like, throwing punches are nothing new. Oh, yeah, definitely. But do you think it's because he was able to hit like multiple people. Cause it, I feel like, I mean, this is just my take on someone who's watched basketball for a long time mm-hmm. and has seen a lot of on-court altercations in pro sports, college sports, as well as in like in mm-hmm. real life or whatever. But if it was like a one-on-one scuffle, I don't think he would have been suspended from school. Maybe obviously from the game, like from mm-hmm. the, sp- from the league, he might've been suspended, but I think it's the fact that he was able to land four punches on people that that kind of made yeah, this the, the magnitude, yeah. the magnitude of what he did. I mean, like, it just makes sense with the punishment that he got. And um, I don't know, because like you said, hindi naman bago yung, you know, throwing punches in a basketball game. It's yeah. just that I think that the NCAA, you know, yung uh, SBP, Samahan ng Basketball in the Pilipinas, and his school, kind of like, it kind of sets an example, obviously, na parang in the future, when athletes want to do this, this is what you'll get. Yeah. And you he know? also, so I mean, like, like we mentioned, he has a history, like he already did it with yeah. a, in the against a UP player. Yeah. But so it kind of sets an example, na parang, for future athletes, yeah. you know, you have to act accordingly. And there is such a thing as sportsmanship that you you kind of have to have if you're in a league like this and it's televised, you know, little kids watch this, oh, yeah. families watch this. So there are rules and regulations when it comes to that and uh, a punishment that comes with it if you do these violent acts. 
especially broadcasted on, you know, television, you know, you will have to face something. You'll have to face the consequences. So. Do you think that he should, because it's an indefinite ban. Some people are calling mm. for a lifetime ban. Yeah. Do you think he should be given a chance in the future, given he does the right things, gets, uh, you know, anger management, whatever. He does the right apologies. Because to be honest, I, I believe that he is still redeemable. I know that's so weird. Oh, yeah. But there is a basketball player uh, formerly known as, wait, no, I don't know if he changed his name back, but his name was Ron Artest, right? Mm-hmm. And he changed his name to Meta World Peace after yeah. like, but Ron Artest started one of the biggest brawls in the NBA called the Malice at the Palace. You might have heard of it mm-hmm. uh, between the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Yeah, I was Pacers. reading about it earlier. Right. <laughs> and so basically he got banned for multiple seasons mm-hmm. and then he came back after, you know, going through, he apologized to the people that he punched. He actually, I, I think he even became friends with the main guy that he went after. Mm-hmm. And he became actually a pretty respectable, like in terms of his personality. But he had one incident where he elbowed a player. <laughs> but he's overall his, like, he ended up being respected rather than villainized for his whole life. And I think that was pretty cool, you know. Uh, but he got his problems because he wasn't, I think he was drinking alcohol like at halftime when he was playing early yeah. in his career. Like he was, he had problems, but he addressed them. So if John Morris were to address his problems, do you think he should be given a second chance? I think so. Especially with how young he is. He's in college. He has a kid. I looked it up yeah. on, on his Instagram. Oh, really? Which well, is crazy because before he went private, his daughter's Instagram, he has an Instagram for his daughter. Because mm-hmm. he already turned turned off his comments, but I went to his daughter's Instagram, and there are some fucking weirdos commenting on his daughter's Instagram. You know, he, bashing his dad, which I understand because maybe they yeah. can't comment on the John Morris's page. Mm-mm. But that's so lo- that's so cr- yeah, that's uh, slow. That's a different conversation. That's fucking lowbrow like, bullshit. <laughs> I I was about to say actually that he did deserve what he got, you know, getting suspended yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff. But I don't think the the things that people say about him um, from that one incident is fair. Yeah, because definitely people can change, and especially in the sphere of sports. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, he just has to get checked, man. Like his his anger management, and like I don't know, I don't yeah. know what steps would need to be taken. Because mm-hmm. maybe he has deeper issues, deeper rooted issues. Like he could yeah. be, who knows? He could be into drugs. I don't know. I'm just saying like there's so many things that could have yeah. caused this along with anger. Obvious, it's obvious there's anger issues, but there might be more to the story that he has to address. But if he yeah. does, then I think he, not not anytime soon, but down the line, it would be, I, I don't know, I, Maybe I would see it differently if I was one of the players that got punched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, but as a I'm sure, like people, like the people who got punched, are thinking that never should be banned yeah. for life, never, like ever yeah. in basketball. I get, basketball. I would understand it too. I would understand it too. But I'm yeah, but I feel that in the future, obviously, he will have to face these consequences that people won't want to play with him. Yeah, he right? ruined what was potentially be a you know yeah. like a a what do you call it a career for him. Yeah, like he apparently because I don't know much about uh, basketball like local basketball, but mm-hmm. he was recruited by like UAAP schools, which means that because I think UAAP is more of a 
in terms of versus NCAA, UAAP has a higher skill level. My understanding is like UAAP is more, has more viewership because it's like the higher of the two. Although NCAA okay. is still really good. But basically he was being recruited to join like UAAP team, yeah. which means he's good, uh, which means that he has talent, which means that he could have probably gone pro and pro yeah. players, you know, they make decent money. So he is, ru- he ruined uh, his chance. Well, he ruined, at least for now, he's ruined his chance at kind of following that, that dream. Yeah. Also, whenever, you know what, for me, like whenever fights break out in basketball games, especially like in the local basketball scene, I mean, Philippine basketball scene, I mm. feel like, you know, it just kind of like lowers the quality of basketball because obviously people are there to see a basketball game and not a brawl. Dude, we were you know? a disgrace like, when we fought Australia. Do you remember that? Exactly. That, that parang, was parang, bananas. We don't want to we don't want to put like a negative light on Filipino basketball players because definitely there's so much talent in there, but if it is painted in a negative light because of these instances, then it just does not serve, you know, the the, the basketball community, the sport yeah, in the indeed, Philippines, indeed. right? Which is such a big sport. In our country. It's the biggest sport. The biggest sport in the country. It is. The right? biggest sport. So, I, actually, you know what? Um, I because I saw this one Facebook post or something that says, Matutuwa ba kayo pag sa boxing, pag nagkaasaran sila, bigla silang mag-basketball or something. Yung parang Yeah, that makes so much sense. I mean, gets ko kasi, there is an entertainment value in basketball. And there is some entertainment value when 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 things get heated up, but oh, not yeah. to that point yeah. where there are, you know, like like an actual criminal activity that goes on. Because that's you know, the that's assault. they should just do it like hockey. Like you know, in hockey, that like fights are How? illegal. No, oh. like in hockey, you can go one on one like fist fight. There's a there's it's like a they stop the game legal? and then they, yeah, go on YouTube and look up hockey fights. Like they they stop the game. And then everyone watches two players punch each other. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they're wearing padding and helmets and whatever, so I guess yeah. it would be different because it's a bear. But they should just. Grab I feel square. like that would be so <laughs> crazy. That would be so crazy if they implemented that in basketball. <laughs> No, because I recognize it. Naman. Sometimes it really is entertaining. You know what I mean? No, I love seeing. I love seeing heated confrontation and yeah. people and players talking trash to each other yeah but, but then they that, bring it in the game like they they yeah. fight in the they fight like maybe there's a little shoving but the fighting is done with their with their mm-hmm. game not with their fists exactly because when that happens the game will stop the entertainment will stop so it does not serve anybody mm, yeah. <laughs> right it doesn't benefit anybody even the person who watches just gets upset so yeah. you know but yeah, it, it is a, it is a, I mean, I don't know. I've watched that video a lot of times. I've watched the malice in the palace a lot. I watched the Philippine versus Australia a, a lot a of lot. times. So, <laughs> I mean, there's some truth in what you're saying. Like it, it doesn't add value, but at the same time in the moment, it really like, you can't stop watching. It's like, a, it's like watching a, an accident yeah. in slow-mo, you know? So anyway, John Amores, you know, hopefully he gets his shit together and and uh, hopefully the, the on, players man. at CSB are fine because there were suspension suspensions. Oh, by the way, just kind of the aftermath. You can look it up, but there were players from both uh teams that were suspended for being involved in the fight because you're not allowed to leave your bench during an altercation and if you leave your bench area, 
that counts as a suspension, like a one game suspension for uh, teams. So a lot of players on both sides were suspended as well. So hopefully CSB can kind of handle that because they, you know, they still have to play their season out. JRU also has to play, but you know what I mean? Like, so good luck to both teams, but see shout out to CSB for kind of weathering this crazy uh, incident. Any more thoughts on this? That's it, man. All right. Shall we, what pal, we have our last one. Some odd Diba. Odd Diba. And we have this one from the founder of Oculus. Do you know what Oculus is, Rika Giu? I've heard it before. Okay. Wait. Google it. From- yeah, Google the Google oh. images it, but basically Oculus yeah. is a VR headset. It's mm-hmm. uh it was actually sold to like Facebook and stuff in like prior. Yeah. So the owner, the founder of Oculus, who was later fired by Facebook, by the way. Uh, he created a virtual reality headset. And get this, this is the odd part. <laughs> it's actually the crazy part. That can kill people in real life if they die within the game that they're playing with the virtual reality headset. Boom. How? Uh, he said that uh, there are explosives set in the headset that if you were to lose the game, it would uh, detonate and, and kill you. <laughs> Wait, like, so wait, wait a minute. If you're playing it in your home, it yeah. can just, how does it, like, detonate, like, there's a bomb? There, there's a bomb. <laughs> it will kill you. Like, literally, it will Hell, kill you. It's how not, is this legal? No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, I know. But let me just read the, let me read the story, okay? So okay. the name of the CEO, or the name of the founder of Oculus, his name is okay. Palmer Lucky. He was the original creator of the Oculus headset, uh, which is now like kind of the what meta slash facebook is kind of using for their Mm. metaverse like that's what they're that's kind of like their key into the metaverse that's what they're using the headset to get into the metaverse but he created oculus and now he's created this thing where if you play a game you can connect it to like he can program this new headset that he's made so that in the game if you were to lose uh you would die and he said that he was inspired to create this gaming device because of an anime, which I've never seen, called Sword Art Online. So Sword Art Online is an anime show where people die when they play in the game. It's not an explosion, but it kind of like shrinks. Like something happens, like there's like a, in the characters die in the game when they, right. when they die. So if you've ever seen Ready Player One, it's kind of like that, but you die in real life. In Ready Player One, they don't die in real life. But yeah, it's kind of like that. So they put on the headset and he's made it so that you can actually die because he wants to, <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, because he, he says you raise the stakes to the maximum level and force people to fundamentally rethink how they interact with the virtual world and the players inside it. Only the threat of serious consequences can make a game feel real to you and every other person in the game. That's what he wrote. That's what Lucky wrote. Palmer. Well, Lucky he's wrote. encouraging people not to buy the game now. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I bet you there is like a little sect of yeah. the of the VR gaming community that is down for this. That's just. I, I bet there's some weirdos out there that yeah. are like, oh yeah, they, definitely. The thrill seekers. There's got to be people who are. There's mm-hmm. some. There's there's some. There's a niche market for this. I'm pretty sure. Like I mean, like, secret. there are a bunch of stuff that people still do, even if there is a serious 
threat of death. You know, that that person who climbed a rock mm-hmm. and let them film him. I, I don't remember his name. Yeah, the the one in your guy. Free, yeah. free solo. Yeah, free solo. Free solo definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not a good idea. <laughs> It's not a good this, idea. This, it's just that it's so crazy that somebody's actually they somebody has actually has the balls to create a game like that and to actually like you know what I mean like give that idea to people and now might yeah. be people kind of like want it to happen. And, <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't get released. <laughs> yeah, and he said that because in the oh here it is in the anime, uh, how people die in the anime is like some microwaves, like some microwaves, uh, like kill you like there's some waves that are emitted from the headset that kill you but he couldn't emulate that so he just decided to like make it explode (laughs) right and he said that it's just a piece of office art for now that's what he said Mm -hmm. but he said as far as i know the first non-fiction example of a vr device that can kill the user that's the one that he's made but he also said here's the chilling part it won't be the last i don't know whether that means he's going to create another one or there are other people already working on something similar, which is yeah. Black Mirror-esque in, yeah. in, uh, you know, in a nutshell. So definitely he has like, he's kind of like creating a, a murder device. <laughs> um, but it's not, is it murder if you die? If it's your own if doing. If it's your own doing, like if you yeah. sign up for it. No, because, but still he has to have some sort of responsibility with I mean, what if he gets people to sign a waiver? He's not responsible, right? If people are willing to take the Oh, my gosh. Right? I mean, it's such a big issue because it is true that it is not his doing, but the game itself is his doing. Well, actually, it's just the headset. I don't know if there's any game. He didn't create a game. Or sorry, the headset The headset, yeah. Right. Yeah. Is his doing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like somebody has the knowledge to create um something that can kill like a lot of people potentially kill a lot of people obviously somebody out there would have to stop them yeah right yeah i get it but people to play this would have to willingly do it right like no one would put this on if they don't want to die or at least don't want to i don't know but i get what you mean like if it didn't exist then it wouldn't be a threat I, I hear yeah. what you're saying. If it didn't exist, right? Yeah, it wouldn't be a threat. But yeah. then again, like we said, there are a lot of things out there that people still do. Say yeah. rock climbing. So it's that, I mean, you know, poses the threat of death. Yeah. He <laughs> did still, say one thing like though. That. Like the, the one thing that I do understand from his statement about why he created mm-hmm. it is that people will only really take the virtual world seriously if there are serious mm-hmm. con- consequences. And I and I actually agree with that. Have you ever tried virtual reality? Um, like, like at a, all in any con in any shape or form? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember going to History Con, mm-hmm. um, where you go into a tent and then it, it's an empty tent, but when you put on the VR goggles, there are like spiders and shit everywhere. Yeah, it's, like, it's unreal. But, but you know that you're seeing it, right? Like you know that like nothing can really harm you. When you're no, but there. when you're in that space, you kind of like forget a little bit. You so still like you're fully get immersed startled. Okay. Yeah, you still get startled. You uh, know what I mean? Okay. Because I for know, me, that's... when I play a game, like when I've tried VR, it, like it's immersive mm-hmm. because it's some games are really immersive because it's really well done. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if I were to go into the metaverse and like meet with other people, I'd know it's just temporary. Like I wouldn't dedicate a big part of my like time being in there unless there was something yeah. meaningful 
Actually, that's what's dangerous about it. Because if there is that feature that you can actually die in real life, and yung thinking ng mga tao is, well, this is just a game. I can do whatever I want. You know what uh, I mean? Eddie, that's so dangerous. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So, but would you? How about no, you? Would no, you? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. You're saying, a big. I'm know, just game. saying that there is some truth to him saying that to really get into mm. like the metaverse, there has to be something that really holds you that that really brings you in there that's what i'm trying right. to that's the point i'm trying to make like yeah in ready player one if you ever watched that movie it was like yeah, i did there was like uh if you could get a key or something that only one mm-hmm. person could have and you'd like own the whole company like i could mm-hmm. see that being a thing like it, so if this was i think virtual reality would only succeed in real life now if there is some benefit to doing it all the time or at least but that will keep here's my it. question: Why do you need it to be in that level? Because there's because then it's why just, do people want? Because it's just a, because it's, now it's just the game. But it's then adding again, reality to virtual. It's 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 adding reality to virtual reality. You know, it's it it's it's adding the re- reality aspect for me in it. For me, because why would you need that type of aspect in virtual reality when you already have reality? Real, well, you know what I mean. I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But some people really are like some people are more accustomed to being online, and mm-hmm. you know I, I could imagine a world. I mean, you've seen Black Mirror episodes, right? Yeah. People, there's there so, are there is a a big portion of the planet that is more comfortable with online interactions. Yeah, like it that really one is knowledge is power, and power is dangerous. Like striking vipers, <laughs> you know, you know, striking vipers yeah, episode in uh-huh. Black Mirror where the guys go into the video game and they become the avatars and mm-hmm. then they like start sleeping with each other yeah and but in real life like they are like they're both guys they're not yeah and they're not attracted to each other yeah so yeah. it kind of you know that's that's just the that's what i mean by like reality like it has to be that immersive yeah that really is work. yeah that is so interesting to talk yeah. about i'm yeah. sure there would be out like people out there who, who would be willing to do it just to step up the game you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. but, um, i'm bored with playing just random games mm-hmm. i want the real threat of my life hanging <laughs> your balls would be like you know when you play i don't know if you've ever played an intense video game your mm-hmm. hands start sweating your hands mm-hmm. get oh no no either your hands get cold or your your hands, or your you start jittering because you're like so nervous. Yeah. Okay, just imagine that, but like that level of you could actually die. So yeah. Anyway, any more thoughts on this? That's it, man. All right, that's it. Wapa, we are done. Or this mix a long mix. This mix. Uh, I know. Kind of make is. up it, make it up to you guys because we've been MIA for a little bit. But on that note, uh, please do listen to our sponsored mixes. Uh, we had one that came out this week or last week. Uh, it was a Tres Leches with Dr. Eric Mendoza where we talked about diabetes and yes, diabetes and then, awareness. Yep. And then you guys can also listen to us talk about holiday gifting hacks. Um, and um, What know, you would you do if you won the lotto? Yeah. And I know like a lot of people are already getting ready for the holidays. So you guys can listen to that. And there is a chance to win some, uh, something for some you, something, a prize. Yeah. 50,000 pesos <laughs> worth of gift cert, uh, courtesy of Sun Life. So go listen to our Sun Talks on demand mixes 
as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. Anything you want to plug? 1C? Anything you would 1C? Yeah. Um, visit 1C. We have a lot of like exciting partnerships coming up and freebies and shit. So go check it out. And that's it, man. Yeah. Uh, and How about me, you? No. Uh, listen to uh, my solo <laughs> podcast. If you want to hear me rant about the escape room in, in detail. I went into detail, bro. Damn. I was so mad. An hour and a half. Dude, I literally ranting. ranted for like 30 minutes about like one clue that was given to oh me. My oh my God. Okay. Anyway, uh, extra, extra song. I love the shoe. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.